Ask me on the air what you just asked me off the air. Uh, there's a lot going on. Well, right. You never directly said to do it. I only, through passing, found out that he was going to be on the show, so I was just double-checking. I got your other guest in studio that you told me about. All right. Cat's there. Hey, Cat. Jeff Catlin's our boss. He's, hey, uh, hey, 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 hey. Wow, how'd you fuck him? Because he demanded to be on. Actually, Blake thought he should be on. He's like, oh, Cat would be a great guest. <laughs> <laughs> Always kissing his ass. Anyway, uh, so when I first started, this is the story of why the ticket got kicked out of the Byron Nelson. For what would you say, Cat? Was it two decades? That we were out of there? No, 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 no. It wasn't that long. At least a decade. Probably a decade, yeah. Okay. But we're back. So everything's great. And we're here from uh, Choctaw Casino sent us here today. So that's awesome. Thanks to them. So, music. I, and this all meshes up with the story of how I ever first listened to the ticket. So when I got the job, or I was trying to get a job here in 1999, and uh, Bob and Dan started doing a show for real in mid-June of 1999. But before that, in the interview process, after an interview or two, a phone interview, and I met Bruce, who was the, the program director way back then, uh, he said, well, we're going to fly you up, and we're going to... I was in Dayton, Ohio. He said, we're going to have you do a, uh, a practice show on a Sunday with this guy that we're thinking of pairing you up with, which, of course, is Bob. That's when we met Dan Lieberman. Right. Indeed. Baby. Which was really weird that I used that name because I was still employed in Dayton. I was still working for a radio station in Dayton. I knew they weren't that into me and they wouldn't be sad for me to go. But I used the name of the Dayton program director. (laughs) (laughs) That is so Dan McDowell move right there. His name was Terry Lieberman. And I, so I go on and I say I'm Dan Lieberman. That was the... In an effort to slip him... You used his name. In in retrospect, really idiotic, but uh, <laughs> but completely smart alecky. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so um, flew me up, and as I, you know, uh, Bruce picked me up at the airport, and we're driving back, and you know, my head is kind of spinning because I'm in Dallas, bro. This is the big time. And, um, you know, I'm now driving by something I've only seen on TV, the uh, Texas Stadium, as we're heading uh, back downtown Dallas. I had been to the Metroplex many times because Uncle Gary lived in Arlington, and I used to spend summers there, but we had never gone to Dallas. He would pick me up from the airport. We'd go right to Arlington, and that's all we'd do. Go to Ranger Games and uh, Six Flags and and, uh, Wet Wet and Wild and all that kind of stuff. So... I had never been to Dallas, so now we're driving to Dallas, and he has. He's like, "Oh, let's turn on the station, see what's going on." So, right, the first thing I ever heard was the hard line, and it was uh, Mike Reiner and and Grego, and they were at the Nelson. He's like, "Oh yeah, we cover this golf." He's you know he's trying to pitch me on how cool this this great this sports station is. Because they're so into sports. In fact, I remember, like, the door code uh, back then. We had to put punch in a door code. 
he was like, oh, you remember, it's just uh, it's Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, whatever their numbers were. Like, he gave me sports names to go along with how the numbers corresponded. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll remember that. <laughs> and, uh, and But he's like, oh, we're really into sport, you know, and so we're at the golf tournament. And then he turned it up, and it was Mike Reiner and Grego, and they apparently had a line of girls, and a girl would walk up, and uh, Reiner would go, um, I think it's a B cup. And then Grego would be like, ah, I know. I, or, and then he, they'd, they'd, they'd argue about it for a moment, and then she would reveal what her bra size was. And then they'd be, oh, okay, uh, you got that one, Grego. Okay, who's next? And they would get another. And so they're doing this for a few minutes. Revolutionary radio. And Bruce, like, turns it down. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, we have some fun here, too. <laughs> and so now we drive to the station. We park. We get out. We go upstairs. He shows me the door code and gives me some sports names. We go in his office. We're talking a little bit more. He's like, all right, so let's see what uh, the station's doing right now. He turns it up. And he's like, definite C cup. Definite. And this is like now a half hour later. <laughs> And uh, in my recollection, he uh, he said, you know, I don't usually do this. This is a very rare occurrence, but I kind of got to do it now. Hold on a second, he says to me. He picks up the phone. He calls the control room. Uh, the producer of the hard line was Jeff Catlin. And he says, hey, Cat, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's going on a little bit too long. Maybe cut it back. Why don't you limit this to like two segments and then do a sports segment or something? <laughs> And it sounded like whoever was on the other line probably agreed and, and, you know, or at least said something to him that satisfied him to hang up. It was basically Vampire Weekend. And then he said to me, yeah, we have fun here. Sometimes it goes a little too far, but uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, please, God, I want this job. <laughs> I can't believe. I don't even know what I'm at here because I've heard sports radio before, but this was not sports radio. This was... I don't even know what I was listening to. And I'm like, I just, you know, I hadn't even met Bob yet. And I don't care who Bob is. I right. want this job. And uh, so do we have our other guest or no? We do not. Okay. Uh, but but there's that's here. okay. The, uh, so first of all, Kat, you don't remember that actual call, right? I definitely remember being at the Nelson. I definitely remember this bit. I definitely remember getting kicked out of the Nelson for this. I do not remember the call, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. So were you at the Nelson? You no. You were not in? No. Oh, okay. So you were in the control yeah, room. Yeah, just like now. Producers were in the control room, and I know we hatched this bit. And, you know, back then, the Nelson liked to walk this fine line that it was a fine, upstanding PGA Tour event, which it is, and that it raised the most money on the tour for charity, which I believe it still does. And so they had the salesmanship club that was very involved in uh, the charity aspect of this event. But at the same time, they had something called the Pavilion, which everybody in town knew that the Pavilion and the Nelson was synonymous with party. That's all it was there for. People were going to the Nelson to go to the Pavilion, and that was kind of their dirty little secret. And the fact that we were there in the Pavilion broadcasting and totally was calling attention to this fact and kind of making a mockery of it in a way really made the Nelson mad. 
And we kept, we were there for years. You know, we started off, we actually called play by play of the Nelson on the radio during the week early on in the ticket. And then it would kind of evolve into what we ended up doing now. And each year we had to take it up another level or something else would happen. And Gordon used to be on the afternoon show a few days a week too. And I'm fairly sure he was there also on site with Greg and Mike, you know, doing his Gordo man on the street woman on the street microphone bit helping these guys with this if i'm not mistaken it it would seem that he probably was and And, uh, we were in a meeting and i don't know who gets credit or discredit for this idea i i think it might have been grego but you know back then we were always just trying to take whatever howard stern was doing at the time and put it our own ticket spin on it in some particular way and I'm pretty sure what Grego's idea was is to get a, a tape measure or for some reason I'm thinking it was like he wanted string. And so we would wrap the string around the girl's, I was going to say, wet chest and then measure it to see if they were telling us the truth. And then, yeah, Okay, they would so it was more that the 44 or the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it was like just like if you go get fitted for a bra. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so joining us now... You're providing like a service. <laughs> right. <laughs> for them. Joining... Joining us now is uh, a man who is also in that meeting, Mike Reiner, who invented the ticket. I'm Mike. And who basically got us kicked out of the Nelson. Mike, do you read me? Affirmative, Mr. Dan. Do you have me? Yes, yeah, say hello to Kat and, uh, you, know, everybody, every, you know, everybody here. Hey, Mike. So Hi, we're Jake. talking about you guys getting kicked out of the, uh, the Nelson is that how you remember it? Do you remember, like, whose idea was it to, let's just measure chests? <laughs> <laughs> well, strange as it may seem, I don't know if I would have ever had the gumption to propose that we do that. And I know nobody else on the show did that, so this is going to land at the feet of Crego. Okay, he's not here to defend himself, yeah. Well, look, we all jumped on board happily. Oh, yeah, no, it didn't sound like anybody was against it. (laughs) (laughs) Only Grego was aware of the female chest. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So when do we start hearing from the Nelson? I I think it was probably the next week, in the weeks after. It, it wasn't that day. I don't believe we got okay. shut down that day or anything like that. It was just okay. set some point after we had found out that in the years ahead, we would not be going back to the Nelson for live broadcast. And at the time, we were really bummed out because, obviously, we were having a great time. So what's your memory of that? And we were attracting a lot of listeners, too. Yeah. That, that's, that's pretty much my memory of it as well. I don't think we heard anything from them right away. And uh, it could be that we didn't, in fact, were not aware of their stance on us until the next year when it came time to, uh, you know, arrange all this. And they told us, no, there would be no more arranging because you don't know how to comport in the world of golf. (laughs) And, you know, it was positioned to us at the time like it was a huge thing, right? Because this was like big sports credibility. It's like, oh, man, we can't be out the Nelson anymore. This is this is a real big problem for us. You're upset. Yeah. Well, we weren't upset. Management was upset. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm sure we were had to be upset to some level because, yeah, okay, it's a bummer, but we actually then came up with an even better idea. What was that? Now, this was... Mike? Well, this was year one, right, Ted? 
This was this was ninety nine when this happened, so we were kicked out for a few years. Oh, okay. And then I know yeah. we had an yeah. even better idea to kind of in ticket fashion to work ourselves around to an even better idea than we had before. Which was we went on the air and said that? we went on the air and said, Hey, we, we got kicked out of the Nelson, so we need P ones to help us. If you have a house on the course, let us hear from you. We're gonna bring the ticket to your backyard. And we got about a million, well, dozen calls. And so for a couple of years, we actually broadcast from the backyard of P1's homes that lived on the course at the Nelson and had even better parties than they were having at the Pavilion. You can measure all the boobs you want. This happened. All the boobs we want. (laughs) Now, Mike, did you guys also used to play, uh, what is it called, girlfriend or daughter? (laughs) That's my game. Yeah, oh, you, I, I don't think we ever played that. Oh, okay. That's what Jake wants to play. You probably have. You just didn't know you were playing it. But no, nah, yeah. I, I don't know. That sounds more like your speed than ours. Yeah, maybe. But there are two dates on the calendar, two weekends in our Metroplex here every year that fall in May, where you can just walk around and wonder, huh? Girlfriend or daughter? This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> There are All right, boys. times when the question comes up when you're just roaming around in the wild, but that's not that often. No, no, this is uh, this is the hotbed for it, a concentration of it. I've been playing all day. All right, thanks, Cat. Thanks, Mike. Bye, boys. Bye, Bye Mike. Bye, boys.